in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is Nora. <laughs> This is Holly <laughs> and the squeaky chair. <laughs> I thought we were gonna bust into song right there. Nora and Holly, the musical. Oh yeah, it'd be pretty good、uh, show. I think like just the cultural、um, issues that we encounter in China. Maybe that's、uh, episode two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Music, If we make it that far,、version. we just like make a musical out、I'm, of it. I'm optimistic. Yeah, yeah.、Mm, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right.、Um, we have a comment from Joanna. Uh, and she was commenting on our episode eighty nine, which we've had a lot of comments on this episode. I think it struck quite a chord with people, which was about uh, what um, Chinese people find disgusting um, about things that foreigners do. Oh, yeah.、Um, we enjoyed that a lot, I think, didn't we?、Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, "Hi, I'm just enjoying listening to the recent episode about how we do things that might disgust Chinese people." I'm now in the last six weeks of pregnancy, and I feel my mother-in-law is being very tolerant of me. So, just a little recap on Joanna. We've heard a bit about Joanna.、Uh, she came to China and she got married to a, a Chinese man here. So, she's having her first baby, I think, if I remember rightly. So, obviously, her mother-in-law is with them in the house. So,、uh, she says,、uh, so far I haven't been told off for walking around barefoot. Eating cold foods, including ice lollies. <laughs> My mother-in-law likes to hand wash her clothes every day and hand wash dish dishcloths and kitchen cloths daily and reuse them the next day. As for me, I use freshly laundered clothes every day that are washed weekly at a high temperature. Apparently, using a washing machine washing machine to wash kitchen cloths is pretty disgusting. Also, washing clothes such as socks and underwear, along with other types of clothes, is another disgusting thing to do. If the weather is not dry, I hang clothes on a clothes horse in the kitchen, whereas Mama quickly whisks away hers、uh, to dry in the bedroom. I have a feeling she thinks uh, in the uh, drying things in the kitchen is just awful. Once baby <laughs> arrives, I plan to use washable nappies that will be、uh, machine washed. I'm really ex-、uh, expecting、uh, my mother-in-law to absolutely condemn the washing machine. Once that day comes, <laughs> she's being really supportive though, and I can't express how much I appreciate her coming here at this time. Despite her own ideas on healthy eating, she's been really accommodating on our ideas and preference, rather than trying to force her ideas on us. It takes a certain amount of open-mindedness and flexibility, considering how firmly cemented many people's ideas are in China. I'll send another update on how things are going after the baby's here. Aww, yay! Yeah, it's a very nice message, isn't it? So yeah,、uh, I, I replied to Joanna. I think she sent.、Uh, I don't know if she can't remember where she posted it. it was on our Facebook page somewhere.、Um, so I'm not sure if this was like a public message or whether it was just to us.、Um, but I did reply to her and say, yeah, I,、um, when our like my eye comes, she does. She always like scrubs the cloth she's used, whereas I would just chuck them in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah, same here.、Um, Depends how dirty、so. it is, though. I mean, if she's using it for the floor, I wouldn't just like throw it in the washing machine directly. I I I would. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's like she, hair and all yeah, these like, like she, crunchy bits. When she scrubbed it off, because she does it anyway, and then I'll like chuck it in. Oh, you put it in the washing machine after、yeah. she's done.、It. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. I'm just saying I wouldn't use it to do the floor and then, and then directly put it in yeah, the washing machine. Yeah, it's probably going to cause a hairball or something in the washing machine. <laughs> and the washing machine, I know you've got a fancy washing machine, but mine's just a standard one and anything that gets in there. I f- like, I remember once upon a time having to call out a guy to fix the washing machine and he pulled out like coins that had been stuck. Barrett has is is really bad at taking coins out of the pockets of his, of his clothes. Oh, okay. And there were always coins. I've had lighters go through there. Oh, uh, no. So, yeah, there were coins like blocking the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just on the line of disposable diapers or mm-hmm. nappies. Um I've been using those here too. Like I kind of use it half the time and then I also like have I like hold the baby over the sink to do her business cuz like I learned from the Chinese and you like whistle you like make that sound and then she like pees in the sink, which I guess is kind of eco-friendly in its Mm. own right but um yeah i found actually on taobao they have a lot of options for cloth diapers although this is not a common practice like in the u.s you have those services Services, yeah which is really nice where you literally just you have a subscription then they come and take the trash from you every week or something like that yeah which is nice but honestly if you wash them every day it's pretty easy because I'd almost rather wash them every day than have, I imagine, if they're sitting and even if you have, like, some special diaper genie, I remember my sister-in-law did that with her kids, mm. with my niece and nephew, and it still smelled bad. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of <laughs> prefer just throwing them in the Yeah, and laundry. especially in this humidity, I suppose. Yeah, Woo. yeah. Plus, I tested all different types of them, so I have, like, one or one to three of like all different types so some are better for some circumstances some are better for Mm -hmm. others so it's kind of nice to test them whereas if you have those services they do it like that but maybe that's coming to china i think it probably will i feel like a lot of the because okay the grandparents usually take care of the baby for the most part like Mm -hmm. do the kind of diaper changes and all of that right and it seems like a lot of them just use like old clothing as as diapers yeah huh yeah or they use disposable diapers, but they don't change them until they're, like, completely saturated, <gasps> which is what, what I've seen quite a bit, which I don't know how the babies don't get diaper rash yeah. from that. But they don't really have this concept of, like, change, you know, like, when I throw away, because sometimes I'll use disposable diapers and the IE will, like, watch me change the baby, mm-hmm. and then it's just got a little bit a little of bee on it, but I still throw it out, yeah. and she's like, looking at me so wasteful yeah and she's like oh how many of those do you use a day i'm like oh maybe like four or five because i mm-hmm. i alternate sure. and she's like oh so shocked and it's true i mean it isn't it's making a lot of trash yeah and i don't th- i think also for them it's not like she's shocked not only i mean probably not for the trash but for the the expense as mm-hmm. well i think i think oh, um yeah. all the ladies like that who were Gonna, will be like grandparents like Joanna's mother-in-law or like our, our IE who's a little bit older they're, they're very frugal I think mm-hmm. they'll spend money on certain things but not on things like that mm-hmm. well it is basically just throwing money in the trash <laughs> yeah so they have their own alternatives which is mostly just like crotchless pants and holding the babies over the sinks and stuff like that yeah 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 indeed which is 
let's thank the Chinese for doing this because their population is so huge. Imagine how many diapers that they would use if yeah. they were using disposable diapers. So we should be really True. grateful for that, even though it's kind of unsightly when they're holding it in public over a trash can. <laughs> yeah, and these things I would never have even considered, you know, had you not had Dahlia, I think those, I would have still thought like, like crutches pants, like, oh, what's, you know, what's this about? There is logic to it, mm -hmm. even though it, to, when you first see it or hear about it, you just think this is just bizarre. Mm -hmm. It is. It sounds really bizarre. But once you start doing it, it's actually less difficult than you think and more conducive. Like, if you're holding the baby upright, it's just more natural that they'd be able to go easier mm -hmm. than if they're, like, laying on their back. Yeah, I, su I suppose it's, like, um, the equivalent of, like, adults using squat toilets instead of a Western-style toilet. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've discussed about <laughs> Do we want to go down this road of toilet talk? But um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we do. There are lots of studies that say actually uh, using the toilet in a squat position is much better for you than actually sitting on a Western toilet. Yeah, didn't we see like a little animation of this thing? Yeah, I think where so. Where it showed like the digestive tract yeah. and then like a person squatting. Yeah, but I can't and, like, remember where. It was a Western thing. It wasn't like Chinese. Maybe it was an infographic. <laughs> Maybe it was. But I think I remember seeing like the animation of yeah. the guy like going. Like seeing his food like travel oh. down his intestines and stuff. But uh, it was like some cartoon. But yeah, like the angle if yeah, you're squatting angle, yeah. is more like conducive mm -hmm. to things flowing more easily which makes sense because i mean i'm sure our ancestors were not sitting on a throne as they <laughs> did their business i'm sure they're all just like squatting in a bush so <laughs> makes sense our uh, anatomy hasn't caught up to the present technology mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i'm so excited to hear about joanna's birth experience like mm -hmm. i really hope that she shares it with us and yeah. it would be cool if she would also allow us to talk about it on the show but we'll leave that up to her but yes. good luck joanna yeah jayo you can do it <laughs> cool. and we'll be looking forward to hearing of all about your baby adventures yeah and maybe some pictures too yeah um so i found a news article this week which is i found it uh, rather amusing so uh, the headline is traffic cop scolds foreigner in english after catching a scooter <laughs> oh nice <laughs> yeah exactly yeah this is we've talked a lot about how um sort of foreigners can get away with a lot of things in china mm -hmm. well this is a story about that not happening and i'm i'm sort of pleased <laughs> that these example that these examples occur because i feel like otherwise we just feel like we, we can get away with everything mm -hmm. um so uh this is um Traffic police in the city of Jinan, which is in the Shandong province, um, have uploaded a video of another cop giving a foreigner a stern talking to mm. after catching him running a red light on his electric scooter. There's actually a video which I will link to um, when you can see the whole thing happen. Uh, so this guy has gone like diagonally. The, I mean, the intersections here are cra can be really crazy, and the guy just zooms over like an intersection. He could have easily been killed, I think. Um, so he stops him, and the, the the officer says to the foreigner, "Can you speak English? <laughs> uh, do you see this traffic light? It's red, not green." And the the expat politely responds to the cop, telling him he's an American English teacher, and that while he doesn't have his passport with him, he does have a picture of it, punctuating each answer with "Yes, sir." 
um, so in the end, nothing bad happens. He's just let off with a warning. But obviously, this video has gone viral, um, and the foreigner is getting a lot of crap. Yeah. Uh, so people have said, "Oh, the guy's really nervous. Every time he speaks, he says sir." Um, probably every time, uh, probably when you're stopped by police in America, you're in danger of being knocked to the ground with a butt of a gun, <laughs> writes one netizen. <laughs> Apparently unfamiliar with the concept of showing respect towards authority. Um, some other way. Is this from the Shanghai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love them. Uh, so do I. Yeah, we uh, Weibo users have cheered the cop for his English language skills, urging him to step in and teach the American guys class. <laughs> so... Uh, I I don't feel any like sympathy for this guy. Like he was in the wrong, and good on the cop for stopping him and saying something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of foreigners also have a problem with the authority here because a, there's a lot of times there's seemingly no logic to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I understand it's dangerous to walk. When the red light is red, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can see Th- the road nothing. stretching for my, like there are some intersections <laughs> yeah. where you can see so far, right. obviously no cars are coming. You'd have to be a snail. Exactly, <laughs> and I have gotten scolded from a cop for crossing the road when that happened, and I was mm. literally like, I was I could have crawled across the road yeah. with no problem, but because the light was red, like, sometimes I think they're so obsessed with the rules, yeah. but they're not thinking about what the point is behind right, the rules. Right. They're just, like, blindly following yes. direction, and that's a kind of a commonly, it was, like, a reoccurring theme here in China, is, like, mm-hmm. they don't really question the authority or, like, why things are put in place. They just right. assume that they're there for a reason mm-hmm. and then they just follow a lot of things blindly because that's yeah. just kind of how they're educated. Yeah. But we've talked a bit about how like the without those rules like there would just be I mean because of the population size it would just be crazy. Mhm. So I understand it from one perspective as well. The, that that perspective as well like without those rules yeah what would happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I thought it was a funny story. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I want to move on to our question today, which we... This that, this actually came in as a tweet. Um, so, this is from uh, uh, Chinese Treasures at uh, EM Ramsden. And who asks us, uh, Shenzhen to launch China's first women-only subway cars. Uh, <laughs> what do Holly and Nara think of this? So, oh. I, I don't know if they expected us to do a full podcast about this, but we were pretty intrigued, uh, so we decided to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's this is it's trending, like, this is something that's going to happen really soon. So, um, I pulled up the article that uh, this has come from, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's what the plan is. So, um, obviously, a lot of people have, have disagreed that they don't think segregating male and female passengers is a good idea um, but what Shenzhen plan to do is to trial it on two or three lines and it will only be a women only car during the busiest like at rush hours I guess um, but in the rest of the time male passengers will be free to use that, that car um, the reason they want to try this is because they think that female passengers are more vulnerable to sexual harassment uh, in overcrowded trains during peak hours. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a lot of polls about this, and 
Uh, 81.9% of respondents believe that sexual harassment occurs on the metro. Yeah. I mean, any form of sexual harassment, right? Yeah. 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 Um, And furthermore, the issue is more serious during the summertime because women are more likely to wear shorts and therefore be more vulnerable. Um, This has come from the Guangzhou Public Security Bureau, Bureau, who said that 74 cases of sexual harassment have been reported from uh, 2015 up to the present. Now, I don't want to say... Oh, that doesn't sound like so many. Of course, like, sexual harassment is, like, obviously I'm not saying that's okay. But actually, I'm surprised it's not a heck of a lot more. Because that doesn't seem, considering the amount of people that's on the metro and the population here, I, I, I was quite surprised that it's, but then again, that's only people who will say anything. Because yeah, I'm sure there's a heck of a lot like, of people who would never, ever admit to that. I imagine those cases, exactly, that's what, because I I saw that statistic in the article too, and Mm -hmm. I thought, nobody's going to the police about this stuff. Right. I mean, those 74 cases must have been more serious, like, assault, I assume, because, yes, you know, sometimes here in China, you go to the police and you wind up in more trouble yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then like the person that you're trying to yeah. get in trouble it's not really um which goes back to the our, our article what you just said about following laws yeah the, there's no like sort of oh oh this is a separate like we'll judge each situation you know on its own merit you know like the law is there and you have to follow it mm-hmm. regardless yeah we've heard cases quite often about people going to the police for help and then getting like prosecuted themselves for right. something and so actually mm-hmm. winding up worse off than before and i don't know if this is a tactic to try to deter people from like abusing the, the system the system right. yeah to like for minor issues and mm-hmm. stuff i'm not really sure what the purposes of that but i imagine for most of these cases because i imagine the sexual assault that goes on in the metro is it's okay it's disgusting but it's minor you know what i mean like people aren't getting raped no it's like you know these creeps who are you know trying to grab take a take a grab or you know like get really close to you and which is probably it's a common thing even like that that's never happened to me before but when you're in a crowded metro during rush hour and you know there's someone behind you, and they're not touching you or anything like that, but you just, you know, you get that feeling like mm-hmm. this is just, this person is too close to me, and I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, or they're standing and looking down your shirt or stuff like that. <laughs> Which, again, I don't know if I would consider that sexual assault. I mean, come no. on. It's like, <laughs> no. you gotta, because also a lot of these women are, they're wearing like the shortest skirts you've yeah. ever seen. Like sure. in China, like, cleavage is more or less like kind of, seen as a bit risque i guess mm-hmm. although you know like we've mentioned before there's not a whole lot of cleavage going on the women here are pretty stick like um but butt cleavage or whatever they call yeah. it is the short shots are in yeah. fashion oh yeah like i have seen the tiniest shorts or like skirts that yes. i'm like belts what's going on under there yeah exactly <laughs> like where do the legs end it's just like right. legs 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 body i'm like yeah. what Where's the connecting piece between the two? It's, like, so tiny. Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, part of it is definitely, like, the women are kind of asking for it in the summertime. Like, I don't know. Most of the blame, I'm putting it on the men. But, yeah, the women are asking for it. But, uh, 
I feel like the number is way higher than what's reported. I suspect there. so. And I would imagine that most people would think, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. I know this, there are security cameras on the on the trains, but say some a guy touches your bum or whatever, and you go to the you, you go to the security or the police or whatever. What are they gonna do about mm-hmm. it? Go through all the like the um the, the security footage, and then how what how are they gonna find the guy? What are they gonna do to the like? Well, you remember when that foreigner like tried to kiss me? Like I got kind of like oh, sexually yeah. assaulted. I would say. Uh, by actually a foreign guy who um, had done this to a lot of other women we found out later. So he, like, his tactic is he's actually, like, well-dressed, looks clean-shaven, doesn't look like some kind of street urchin, American or Canadian, comes up to me, says, like, do you have 20 kwai? Um, I, like, lost my wallet, need to get home. Mm-hmm. So this is, he he asks everybody this and then when I got close to him he tried to kiss me which was like in broad daylight on my way to work Mm -hmm. um and I got freaked out about it and then I went into the our office building because it was it happened like on the office property Mm -hmm. and I remember we went down to the management and I was like hey there's a guy walking around here who's doing this to women mm-hmm. like you guys can you I don't know what the, what I expected them to do but I I wanted to I wanted the security footage so that I could get a photo of the guy yeah. and they were helpful in getting me that but they definitely didn't seem too enthusiastic about like justice being like oh we're gonna go out and find him or oh don't worry we'll keep our eye out for him they just didn't really seem bothered by it at all yeah it wasn't a big deal because there weren't any damages Mm -hmm. i mean i just got kind of like creeped out but there you know it's not like he i he bruised me up or something like that so i imagine in these subway cases it would be a similar thing like you go there and it's like well so what what do you want what what, what, what do you want us to do yeah yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of people have, uh, as we said, uh, are quite opposed to this. Um, there was an online poll by China News Service that showed fifty nine point seven percent of respondents opposed this idea, saying that it goes against uh, gender equality and is a form of sex based discrimination. Uh, Someone said, what's next? Should we tell women not to leave the house in order to protect their safety? <laughs> um, segregating women from men is not the way to solve the problem of sexual harassment. Um, I want to go back to that in a sec. But um, they it continued to say, many commenters did say, the subway should have a special pa- place uh, for pregnant women. Um, so I actually coincidentally found out that a Hangzhou... Um, are opening China's first subway carriage that is only for pregnant women and parents with young children. Hmm. And it's all decorated in green. It's like uh, like a nursery, but it's a carriage. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it is. It is cute. There were very. I mean, I, I guess they've only just started it, but there weren't very many people on it. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Um, so. F- Finally, uh, Wang Rong, the chairman of Guangdong's political consult- 
meditative conference, said he was very positive and he said, adding women-only carriages will have a significant impact on issues such as public transport and citizens' rights. And most importantly, it may help to boost the image of our city. <laughs> it shows our care for humanity and for a civilized society. Well. Well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, I, I found that, that the comment about should we tell women not to leave the house in order to protect their, si- uh, their safety? Uh, I recently listened to a, a podcast episode about benevolent sexism, which is like this idea of doing something for the good of women. Um, there was a case, and forgive me for not remembering all the details, there was some like American politician who said he won't have uh, meetings with with women, just like one-to-one. Mm-hmm. He'll only do it if there are other people present to protect the safety of the woman. Huh. <laughs> kind of or protect his reputation, more like. Well, yeah, but this is, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, probably. Because I think um, a lot of uh, doctor's offices, too, I think my, so my dad's a doctor, and he's a, a pediatrician, so he does a lot of gynecological mm-hmm. exams sure. and stuff like that. Um, so I think he also really? require like That's he'll so often weird. have a nurse in the room. Like it's not I don't think it's a law, but I think uh-huh. it helps. You know, if if somebody else is there, then it kind of provides mm-hmm. a buffer because you know I don't know maybe it's an also an American thing because everybody's Possibly. always looking for a lawsuit. Um, so, but it is a way to at least like prevent people from. Yeah, I mean doctors from doing something they shouldn't and then patients from mm. like feeling that they had gotten yeah. handled in the wrong way True. or something I, I just feel like that that's that it work sort of worries me that that you you should be worried like i don't know that it's already get putting that idea in your head I, mm. I, I don't know like planting a seed that oh like something might happen well what's the i mean I, of course those things do happen but i don't know i, I don't know i think it plants the seed of of, of worry in people's heads mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah it's kind of like benevolent sexism that's an interesting concept because obviously what they're doing is sexist like people who don't realize that it's sexist are just completely blind imagine if just reverse it imagine if there were subway cars that were male only right, right. you know it bothers me when people don't think of it <laughs> think the other way around and are yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. that's so nice and they don't think it's sexist at all it's yeah. clearly sexist yeah. And to For me, sure. also doesn't. I, I I personally am not a huge fan. Like that's just my personal opinion. Is yeah. I get annoyed when there are women who are like, we should be equal to men, but then they they want stuff like this. Sure. Like you can't have both sides, no. you know, or they like don't want to pay for their dinners or something like that. Like, you can't you can't just cherry pick the ideals that you prefer out of the argument. Like you can, sure. you know, pick a side here. Um, but I personally don't see this as a great solution to this no. issue either. Um, I, I Actually, what you just said is a good segue for something that um, I found. So I did sort of a search on, you know, women-only things. And the first thing, in fact, the thing that's for, like, the first three pages of Google is uh, Wonder Woman. So I don't know if you know that uh, Wonder Wo- the uh, a remake of the of Wonder Woman has just been released, and uh, some cinemas have been um, put, uh, putting on women only viewings of Wonder Woman, and <laughs> Twitter has gone mental. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of trolling basically going on, and fair dues. Fair and enough. There's people saying there was one cinema in particular. 
and there was a guy who's basically <laughs> bought a ticket for the showing and people are like well what are they going to do they won't let you in will they and he's like this cinema apparently only checks your tickets until you un- uh when you're in your seat and he was like what are they going to do try and throw me out well that's you know that's illegal so haha <laughs> so he's going to be like the only w- well i'm sure there are other guys <laughs> who are going to do it and yeah i mean so, so they should in my opinion i think mm. it's ridiculous yeah it's um, ridiculous and I also just want to add this a little bit because this really interests me. Um, so Wonder Woman uh, is, is just going, like, it's the top of the box office. Oh, in The US it? box office. It's People are just think this movie is the best thing since sliced bread. Um, so this is number one. And number two is The Mummy, a remake of The Mummy. Um, and there's a massive gap in the, in the US box office. Uh, Wonder Woman has taken uh, this last weekend took fifty eight and a half million. The Mummy only took fi- uh, thirty one, so there's quite a large gap between them. Um, and this is the same with most like Western countries. China, on the other hand, the Mummy has topped the Chinese box office, and there's quite a large gap between the Mummy and Wonder Woman. And I'm really curious why this movie, like Wonder Woman, has not done very well in China. Um, where in the rest of the world, like everyone's, you know, mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering if it's, you know, if it's about the uh, the topic is not an interest to them. Like I, I don't know. Well, is it like a blatant ploy to like talk about you know like female empowerment and this kind of stuff? Do you think? Uh, there is some of that, but it's not. I I don't think it's so over the top. Okay. Um. But like it's a remake, but it still sticks to the original character of Wonder Woman, or have oh, they yeah, like yeah, updated yeah, yeah. her to be more like politically correct? I haven't seen I haven't seen the movie. Okay. From what I understand, it's it's quite um, faithful to the original concept of Wonder Woman, like mm. the comics, basically. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Why that wouldn't take yeah. on? But China, I think, is more kind of traditional. Conservative. Yeah, yeah. in that sense, like they. Like, I guess they just imagined the superhero should be male. Yeah. Um, that's it. Th- that's one thing I was going to mention is that, like, in general, I feel like Chinese women don't expect to be treated the same as men mm. in China. Because I was going to say, like, yeah, maybe there's some issues of sexual harassment on the subways in China. But personally, I think the bigger issue is the gender inequality in the workplace. Yes. Because that's playing with somebody's livelihood, and that's really blatant here. Um, But I feel like most Chinese women don't expect to get equal treatment in the workplace. Mm. Um, Whereas in the West, you know, we're always talking about the the glass ceiling and stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I want to jump in with something that I found on The Guardian, um, which is about... um, this is in Dadun village, which is in uh, China's Hainan province. So basically, uh, it, it was a village, like an old school village, and they wanted to knock down the village to use it for tourism, I guess, to build hotels and things. Mm. So, um, but the residents, the female residents of this village have gone crazy because they've been told... Uh, only men will receive compensation for the built like their homes that <gasps> will be knocked down. 
Yeah. Oh. So 92 angry female residents are suing the village committee. Um, so this also goes on to like talk about div- uh, after divorce. Um, in 2011, the the law was changed. This is this is the impression I got from this article, that um, so if you get divorced in China previously, the property was split down the middle. But now it's uh, I think we've talked about this in the past. Uh, it's now given to whoever whoever has their name on the deed. Wow. And in most cases, it's the man because in China, it's the norm for the man to buy the property, and to set up a home for the for the family. Feels like we're going backwards, right? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I mean, of course, this is a one, uh, one example. Um, I'm sure there are other examples because, of course, I came across a lot of stories where there are lots of, um, you know, uh, especially in Beijing, lots of groups for rights for women and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely groups like that but there are also situations like this where women feel like they certainly do not have it equal to men Mm -hmm. I think the government is aware of this issue though and Mm. it is trying to I think it's not just something that's completely ignored here in China I think they do realize that this is something that they're going to need to work work on on. Mm -hmm. but I feel like China does a really good job of focusing on the more priority issues first before because this is a secondary okay of course it's important and all that yeah but for most people this is not a life or death scenario yeah sure we're talking about a country where still half the population or more doesn't have potable drinking water Mm. so when you put it into this kind of perspective and you think of still the massive amount of poverty that does exist here because okay we live in this fancy new city where millionaires are just like billionaires are just like on every street corner but um china is a huge country and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of issues going on here so it makes sense why this wouldn't be the government's top priority because they're just trying to keep their country stable safe and the economy flowing definitely yeah so to like (laughs) avoid some kind of major meltdown so you have to kind of think about that because you're like oh that's so unfair you know Mm. all these things happening but really there's so many other issues going on and one thing i i respect the chinese government for so much is they don't have to pander to the these groups so yes there are probably these like female empowerment Mm -hmm. groups and like gender equality committees and stuff like that but the government can kind of just like put that on the back burner while they deal with other issues whereas if something like this happened in the u.s and let's say the media blew it up then the government would be forced to deal with it now which i think Okay, it's it's kind of nice on the one hand that the people have that kind of power, but I believe it slows down the development of more of pressing yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. In defense of the government, again, like I don't necessarily think that the law is not the the law isn't right or whatever. I I think it's it's actually to do with tradition, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's almost more t- to do with the traditional way that people want to live. Like the the going back to the this divorce thing. Um, a, a, in this article, it said that actually, um, uh, in-laws often insist that the bride's name is left off uh, the um, the property. What's the the, well, deed. the, the deed? Yeah, um, so, so that she's only paid a smaller share. So. 
I think that it's it's more to do with ha- like with the the tra- traditional ideals of fam- of families, for example, that it, it it appears that women are not equal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm wondering, actually, just going back to the initial topic about the subway car, mm-hmm. whether or not... Because this is, like, the Guangzhou committee, because this is something that yeah. was, like, spearheaded in Guangzhou, right. right? Right. So I'm wondering if Guangzhou sees more instances of this kind of sexual harassment than other cities, and, like, why that Oops. might be, if it's a cultural thing, or if mm. it's just, like, who knows? Maybe they have particularly packed trains, or maybe they don't have good security, or maybe their police are just notorious for ignoring these kind of issues. But mm. I'm curious to know whether or not it's like a regional, like it's worse in some regions than others, and why. Be curious to find. I mean, I doubt this kind of information exists. Yeah. For public yeah, scrutiny. For sure. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's because, like, I guess the Guangzhou uh, metro line has been in place for a lot longer. I think people rely on it more than they do here. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like from my experience, and I, I haven't been, I haven't spent a lot of time on the Guangzhou metro, but it's always crazy. Right. I feel like it doesn't, regardless of what time of day, it's always mental. Whereas the Shenzhen metro is, is less like. There's, there, are, there are times of the day when it's quite quiet, actually, and it's quite pleasant to take the metro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the metro here is So I guess that has something to do bomb. with it. <laughs> it is. It's, well, apart from when it rains and it leaks. Well. <laughs> hmm. Did you see that? You saw that footage, right, of the Chogong Miao metro station in yep. the central city. So we have one uh, metro station that just recently reopened with two new lines going through it. So it has three, at least three three lines going got, through it. More, yeah. yeah, and we had a little bit of typhoony kind of weather going on in the last week. And yeah. there was footage of just like water pouring yeah, into the metro station. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of... Um, have you ever been to like uh, like a... Maybe they have them in other places, but I, they had them in Universal Studios where they like... Uh, replicate a scenario from a from a, a movie like um, Twister or something, and you they they show you all the special effects that they use to make it. That's what it reminded me of, <laughs> like this this just gushing water coming through. It didn't even look real. It was as though someone had set it up. Yeah, you know, yeah, weird. And I think because the footage that I saw, it had like a slogan across oh, really? the. So it was like you could see water pouring out from underneath this like panel. Right. It was like a makeshift wall or something because they're still like doing some last final like, uh, I don't know, touch-ups to the metro Mm -hmm. or whatever. And if I remember correctly, it says in Chinese something like, Chugong Miao, your safety metro or something like that. And then there's like water pouring underneath it so it's like really i can't re- i can't remember exactly what the chinese said but it was something like that really ironic where uh, it was like some kind of slogan about how great how the chugong Ch- yeah, metro yeah. station was and then there's just water pouring out from i thought under. you were gonna say it was like an advert for like spring water or oh. something <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have been good yeah. speaking of also like this idea of the metro is like you know how much People are on autopilot here when they get off work or when they're heading to work. Mm-hmm. That, like, okay, so sometimes in the metro, they'll send these, like, ghost trains through where yeah, they're, like, like, trains, the lights are off inside, mm-hmm. and there's nobody on them, and they're yeah. just running them maybe for maintenance, or yeah. they do that to, like, space things out, or I don't know exactly why they have them there. Yeah. 
But when you see those trains, it's really obvious that they're coming because inside the train, the lights are the all lights off are and there are no people inside. Yeah, definitely. And plus, they have these TV screens that tell you how many minutes the next train yeah. is arriving yeah. in. And it'll say, like, it won't, that train won't register on those minutes. So it'll say, like, oh, the next train is still three minutes away when, mm-hmm. when this ghost train arrives. But people still line up for the train. Yeah. Like, it's so obvious that they can't get on this one. But they still, like, rush over and, like, stand by the doors really quickly and, like, try to get on the train, even though, obviously, it's not going to work yeah. out. I-, I think it's one of those things, you know, where you... And you said being on autopilot, when you hear... You, I- I've forgotten what it's, what it's called, where something happens at like say a certain time or you hear a certain sound and so you associate with something so when even when the that ghost train goes through the light the the still like the ding like the some sort of i can't remember the noises it's like a like a ding ding dong kind of noise (laughs) and the lights come up in the metro station so i think everyone it's like everyone sort of wakes up and they the sort of like this flick of like oh need to move so they all go <laughs> line up to the metro station and it's just i don't know somehow like just compute you know it's just been automatically ingrained in them okay oh noise this noise means met good on the metro like i don't know and imagine like they have those service announce public service announcements on repeat like constantly like please stand in a line <laughs> please stand in a line and it's like <laughs> Let the passengers off, off first. So every time you get on or get off a metro, it's reminding you of these things, and it's taken so long for the majority of the public to catch on to this, but they are. If. So what's how is this relevant is that imagine they try to introduce this new women car. You know how many men are just going to get on yeah. by accident? They're just going to be completely unaware. Like how Probably. much of a hassle is it going to be for the security to constantly be running up and down the train cars Kicking the men off They'll of this car. They'll probably have their own security. Because even the securities, they're pretty hard car in the metro. Like, I've tried to rate, you know how you, you can see the train's there and it's yeah. about to leave and you just, like, I can make it, I can. So you just, like, race across the platform and, and it's closing. The and the, he's like, no, you can't get on. And then he sticks his paddle in your face and it <laughs> says, like, you can't get on. He's like, ah, oh, I could have. I could have slipped through that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what my point was now. Well, just so imagine probably the have chaos, own, like, though. line and security. Yeah, of course, it's definitely going to add more hassle. Yeah. And those most platforms are not massive anyway. Like, at certain times of the day, and I know that's what this is trying to sort of solve that problem during rush hour. You know, there, there are the line, let's call them, let's call them lines, <laughs> but they're not really... Uh, of people waiting it's just it's meant like you it's like a sea of people and you have to sort of like squeeze through to get to a line mm-hmm. um so yeah adding sort of a separate queue is definitely going to add more problems yeah and it sounds like those trains are going to be interspersed it's going to be like one train's a normal train and then here comes a woman's train yeah, and then probably. one train's a- so it's like how do you then separate it's just going to be You know how mess. you know how people are going to know it's going to be bright pink inside But they said those trains are going to be used for normal like for everybody in other hours I so know, they can't guess, like make it all the time Well, men like, can't get on pink trains <laughs> But you know like they won't be programmed no, if they're able to use those trains normally and it's only in peak hours that they can't of course it's going to be harder to like retrain yeah. them and what are they going to do like you said if men get on because they just 
they've just got on the train because heck there's space on there why not mm-hmm. uh, what are they going to do like say you're not allowed and arrest them well it's like the guy going to the women's only wonder woman screening mm-hmm. like what are they going to do just uh, say it's against the law to be in this train how, how can it be it's just going to be a big nightmare, <laughs> I think. It's not going to solve any problems. Probably not. It's just going to make more. And probably, I almost think that the women who use those cars will in some way be uh, criticised, I, I think. I mm. think that it could go in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that women won't might not use it because of the crap they'll get. It seems like a lot of resources to spend on an idea that's like most likely not going to fly. Yeah. And I, it seems like such, like you're saying, it seems like such a, it's not a small thing. I don't want to say that sexual harassment is a small thing, but it seems like, I don't know, it feels like such a, ins- oh God, every time I say that I feel like, I feel guilty because I know it isn't. You don't care about women's rights, I know, rights, I don't Holly. care. I hate women. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. It's like, it's a huge amount of um, basically resources spent on an issue that doesn't really seem like a massive problem. That, that's it. Yeah. Like, what was it? 75? I know we said that's only the people who. I think the said, bigger problem is the police, peop- like the policeman's responsiveness to the women mm-hmm. who report these issues. I think the money would be way better spent if they did it just like a, a simple advertising campaign saying like hey we care about women's rights and um we like from now on we're taking sexual harassment more seriously mm-hmm. and then they ha- they do like some kind of simple advertising yeah. about that like here's a new hotline like right. to report people that you see like maybe the metro itself could have like a way for women to log like mm-hmm. this happened like Maybe There's they can, an app for that. Yeah, exactly. They have just, like, a photo database of people who have been caught doing this thing or yeah. just, like, a way that they can respond to where they're, like, anonymous because I think also a lot of women would be embarrassed or afraid that they would get definitely persecuted for, like, reporting this kind of stuff. And so if there was a way for women to, like, anonymously submit issues that had happened along with photos of the people who were doing this i think it would be way more effective than having an entire car training all the metro staff we're talking about every single metro station staff then needs to be trained how to handle this situation Mm -hmm. all the public service announcements need to change for the train they need to somehow do maintenance to like switch because if the trains are sometimes used for this and sometimes not they need to have some kind of like signage on the trains at certain i mean yeah this is craziness. Yeah. Um, it would probably be cheaper just to, like, give women who wanted one just, like, a taser or something. <laughs> just, like, hand them I out. Like they that. go, are you worried that some man's going to touch your bottom? Here, have one of these. <laughs> and to play devil's uh, advocate, I wonder if there are, like, if it works the other way around. Like, if men are ever, ever, like, they wouldn't never, I guess they probably wouldn't admit it. But if if they ever get, like... What's that word that you guys use? Ghost. Oh. Does that is that does that mean to be touched on the bottom? I don't know. Actually, I don't know what that means. All oh, right, I've heard this word. I thought it was goosed. an Americanism. It maybe it is. I thought it meant to be like nipped on the bum. Oh, goosed. Goosed. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, anyway. I've never been in if, a sorority, so. I'm oh, not is sure it a sorority? About it. Well, I don't know, because you know all of those like initiation. They have all those like sure, uh, sure. Kind of 
borderline sexual harassment initiation yeah. kind of things. Makes me like cringe. Like at fraternities and sororities and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious. I would... Re- uh, it's information I'm never ever going to find out, but I would wonder if it work if it you know happened the other way around. No, what's you know, what are the, what are they going to do about men who get sexually harassed? Yeah, yep, true. <laughs> Although you got to say that's a way smaller number Probably. than the women, for sure. I once got my bottom grabbed by um a very short fellow. One um. would call him a little person if we're being politically correct. A m- yeah. midget if we're not. Um, in China. <laughs> In Lola, I was just, like, walking down the street again in broad daylight, and this small person approaches me and grabs my bottom and my chestal region, and uh, I ran away, because he was basically, like, going after me. It wasn't, like, a grab and go. He was, like, going after me, Mm -hmm. and I, like, ran away, and then when I went to work, I told him what had happened, because I was, like, pretty shaken up about the whole... It was just, like, so bizarre. Yeah. Like, the, the whole thing was so bizarre. This is, by the way, those two incidents that I've mentioned, the one with the foreigner trying to kiss me and then this incident, were, are the only instances of this kind of physical sexual harassment that I've ever had in China mm-hmm. after being here for eight years. So I don't see it as, like, this pandemic. But yeah. But that happened, and then I told... And my work was concerned about it. Um, and then they did report it to the police, and apparently uh, they did track this guy down. I think it's just really easy to find him because of his physical yeah, how description. How many dwarves yeah. or small people are there? Yeah, like wandering <laughs> around, doing this because he this had happened to other women too. Yeah, it's just very easy to identify this guy. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Don't Look Now? No, I no. haven't. Uh, it's a it's a weird it's a strange movie, um, but basically. There's a a guy is like chased around by a, um, a small person in a red cape. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You just reminded me of that. Yeah, I, I just imagined. This guy was this far from a superhero, though. No, 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 not superhero. It's a like just a, a scary. It's like a horror. Like it's sort oh. of a thriller movie, and it's like, it's meant to be his dead daughter but it turns out it isn't it's it's creepy anyway mm. um I, i've also had one one uh th- like situation like this and it but it was a foreigner who who did it in mm. I, t- I think i told you actually in the lohu uh one of those malls over there mm-hmm. i guess i didn't realize it was a foreigner was yeah it was a foreigner oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah that's right you did yeah because i was so shocked i was just like I, I probably like you when you just like run away you don't uh, my f- reaction wasn't I need to go to a policeman and tell someone like or something like that yeah. it was like I just need to run away Get from out this of here. creep yeah it's like fight or f- flight right and if you're a female usually the option is best flight <laughs> yeah it, but really inside what I wish is I'd had like a really big umbrella and I'd been able to Whacking one with it, yeah. And I then got walk arrested away. myself. Yeah, probably. exactly. I always walk away from those situations, coming up with a yeah, with an scenarios yeah. of what I should have done, like with an amazing way of how you would have kicked him ass. in the face. But always <laughs> yeah. in the moment, I'm just like the deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah, and I just me, like scamper me. away like some coward. <laughs> right. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, it doesn't seem like some kind of like rampant issue here in China in general, especially considering the population size and mm-hmm. considering how often this could happen. I'd be curious to know how often this happens in other major cities around the world. I imagine in China, especially when you look at the population, that 
sexual harassment is. Even the ones that are going unreported, I really don't think it's a serious issue as is here. as in other as in other places as in other yeah, countries agree, yeah I like agree. as far as like the society here in china goes i feel like it's relatively healthy in that respect that's just my impression because i also and maybe it's different for chinese women too like yeah. maybe maybe men chinese men are less likely to approach a foreign woman and do this just because they're not yeah. really sure what's going to happen right um so maybe cuz maybe they know how to target the victims in China better because yeah. they can yeah. kind of guess their backgrounds and like what kind of political po- power that they would have if they right. did go to the police. So maybe right. it's worse, but it's hard to know what those statistics are. Mm-hmm. I um I was just thinking about something that's just totally gone from my head. Oh. <sighs> well, maybe it'll come back. That was good. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good, Nora. It was about gender inequality. Oh, it, it no, it was about Chinese men. Mm. Okay. I'm also thinking like Chinese men differ from foreign men in that they are not they don't appear to be as like uh okay, let me try and say this another way. If a group of men, like especially in the UK, if a group of men see a girl who is attractive, there's going to be jokes, there might be whistles, there's mm-hmm. going to be nudging. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like, oh, look at her. Oh, mm, they this. might come up to talk to you, Right, too. exactly. In China, I don't feel like that happens. I never feel like... Maybe there's maybe there might be some jokes between between male, males, male friends, I, I imagine. But I never feel like there's this, like, ooh, like, look at her. You know, this sort of... I'm going to use the word, like, bit pervy kind of behavior mm-hmm. whereas i feel it like in the uk and probably in the us as well there is more of that so i, I don't know if, if if chinese men are just like more restrained with their desires let's say in a way i think they their outlet is different yeah. let's just say it like that yeah i think in general it's more conservative than the west here in china for this kind of like you don't see people like making out in public right um or you know like even holding hands is kind of unusual in china you do see it from time to time yeah yeah, but it's not like it is in the u.s this public displays of affection very rare which i prefer yeah (laughs) i'm quite comfortable well you're english so (laughs) you're also from a conservative (laughs) background yeah i respect that um so i think that's part of it and also i just feel like they so they're trained at a young age to focus on their studies for so long and they're just like forced to subdue their hormonal side for so long so maybe Mm -hmm. part of it is like you said this restraint that they've just been forced into like for example and we've mentioned this before but you might not know that in high school chinese like they're restricted from having relationships and in Chinese, in most Chinese high schools, because mm-hmm. they're afraid that it's gonna, the parents are afraid it's gonna deter them from their academics. So they it, it probably would. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fairness. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but this is like forbidden. Like the yeah. the school that I taught at, it was forbidden for there to be mm. any relationships. Like I'm sure that there was stuff going on sure, behind the scenes, definitely. but the point is, a system yeah. tries to prevent this as much as possible. So yeah, part of it is definitely this social like pressure so people just aren't like as overtly sexual as they are uh, i mean because compare china to like latin america where like <laughs> you just step out on the street and it's like hey 
mamacita, you know, like I lived in Chile, I let, you know, I've traveled quite extensively in Latin America and it's like, it's seriously just so blatant. Mm-hmm. You're just walking down the street and yeah. it's like, you get whistled at, catcalled, all that stuff. So, and I'm sure that they have more, I'd be curious to know actually what the statistics are in terms of rape. Cause I get the impression that it's very less for one, they have, though, also, they have a lot more outlets in China that's more acceptable. Like, they have these, quote-unquote, massage parlors oh, everywhere. So, yeah, it's like, right. if a man really needs to feel like, like he needs to get it out of his system, it's yeah. very easy and cheap for him to do so here. Yeah. Versus, I feel like, in the West, it would cost a lot of money to get right. the same kind of service. And it's just not socially acceptable. Right. So, I feel like he has he's like pent up all of this energy and doesn't know where to put it yeah and wealthy men probably have a mistress or two on Mm -hmm. the side yeah or two there's always there's always someone i guess for sure (laughs) so in a nutshell we would say i think we're both on the same page here that we We think this is probably a bad idea no i would you know i'm curious to see it for for real when it happens Mm -hmm. like to see how they manage to look because i think logistically they usually do to do do these things quite well, but I'm I'm gonna be curious to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll update you once we see it for ourselves. Yeah, if it's actually yeah, if it's if really it gonna come. Yeah, uh, Nora, do you have a word for us? Um, yeah. So the Chinese word for gender is xingge. So it's mm. like uh, as in sex, as in the difference between male and female. Yeah. So you can check that out on the show notes. This is episode 93, isn't it? It is. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 93 and see um, the the word for gender, which I will link to our dictionary. And I I found quite a few articles, like really interesting articles, which I will link to, um, including the original article that... uh, spoke about the does it have a video or photos yeah i think so yeah there are there are pictures not there's mm-hmm. no video mm-hmm. um but there were there were i also found some articles about um because this is not i mean this isn't the like china's not the first place to do this this also happened in uh, in fact i think it's or- originated in japan and they're also experiencing a lot of criticism, but there, that's it's already like it already exists. Hmm. Um, so I found the Japanese. Current. I feel like even more traditional society. Yeah. By the way, I just want to correct myself with the Chinese word of the day. Oh, Actually, do? it's xingbie is a more common bie. word. Yeah, okay. xingbie is more common. Cool. Which, if you know any Chinese, like bie the is like okay. other, the word for very common, like. Cool. I don't want this, I want the other one. Bieda, bieda. It's like mm-hmm. other. So it's xing is a word for like sex, and then bie is other. So other, it's like the yeah. distinction between the sexes. So that's cool. gender. Nice. Check like that it. out. Add it to your flashcard list in the app if you haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah. Or you can, can do it on your desktop now since we've had our snazzy makeover. Oh, yeah. It's looking good. It's pretty sweet. You can study your flashcards and everything. You can indeed. On the web now, too. Yeah, yep. it's great. So yep. no excuses, guys. Exactly. Get studying. I <laughs> saw, so, um, obviously, this was a little bit different. We Our question came from a tweet, but... You can do the same, but you could also go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail and leave us a voice message. That's what we like mm-hmm. most. We like to hear your voice. We do. Yeah. It's more personal. 
definitely. But you can leave us a message anywhere. You can leave it on Written Chinese. You can leave it on one of our episode pages on a, on the Two White Chicks Facebook page, which is T W O, not the number. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yes. Thanks for listening. Indeed. See you next time. Bye. Bye.